0: Oh, God, I'm remembering that Anthony Bourdain moment. You remember when he was, like, super drunk and stepped off the curb while they were recording? And he's, like, fixing and imposed. Whatever. That's us. Yep, that's us. Absolutely.
1: Hey guys, Panda from the future here while I'm editing this. uh, I just wanted to give a little brief introduction to this episode because uh, what this is, is we sat down with the mods for the Amazing Utana fan site Empty Movement, and we ended up talking for about uh, roughly four hours and six minutes. So I have for your listening convenience and my editing convenience split this up into about four different episodes that we're going to be releasing over the next few weeks, and this is part one. And I really hope you enjoy it because I really enjoyed recording it. It's probably this might be my favorite episode that the set of episodes that we've ever done uh this is basically like the best conversation that we've had on the podcast and I don't mean that to disparage our previous guests like just Yasha and Giovanna are amazing and they were great to come on our show and they are amazing for continuing to agree to come back uh as you'll find out over the course of this saga of episodes but it's really good and um Hope you guys enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Imagine Me and Utena, a revolutionary girl Utena podcast. I'm Panda, I'm your host, and I'm here with my co-host, Alice. How you doing, Alice? I'm doing pretty good. Today, we are here with uh, two people from a website called Empty Movement. Uh, guys, would you like to introduce yourselves?
0: Hey what up I'm Yasha and I'm Giovanna
1: and we're just here sort of we're not really gonna talk about like an episode or the manga today we're just gonna like chat with you guys and talk about like your history with Utena and like the website and stuff and it's gonna be a chill fun time
0: you're
2: gonna end up talking about episodes
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, no, I meant like we're not going to talk about a specific episode <laughs> oh, yeah. as our topic today. We're probably going to talk about a lot of things. So like for some reason, if if anyone's listening to this and you are not familiar with some aspect of the series, we're probably just going to be like spoiling Storming from hell everything, <laughs> anything that could possibly be. So you should probably turn back now if you skipped ahead to this episode for some reason. But um, let's talk first, favorite character for each of you. Oh, my God. Oh my <laughs> Look, I know, I know that you guys have uh, prefaced this by saying you have some unpopular opinions, and that's fine because I don't care what other Utena fans think. So <laughs> just say whatever you feel in your heart. And <laughs>
2: <laughs> Akio is my favorite character.
1: Mm, I'm sorry, band. Just kidding. <laughs> um,
2: By Akio, I mean the projector.
1: Yeah, I okay. mean, really.
2: brother of the projector. It's my favorite <laughs> character. No, I mean Akio. No, but. yeah, you mean Akio.
1: <laughs> is nice. Akio both your favorite character? No. Okay. My
0: favorite character is Toga. Baby. What? Fuck you. <laughs> um, and actually... The reason that I liked Togo so much is uh, when I first saw Ushina, I felt a massive connection to his character. Like, I could understand what he was doing and why at pretty much every point. And that's something that I've never felt with any other character before. So um, I guess that makes me maybe not a good person? I don't know. (laughs) Angrish is bad. You should feel uh, bad. You should feel bad. <laughs>
2: I, I do feel bad all the time. Okay,
1: and now the real question uh, why Akio?
2: Uh. <laughs> I, I could just say uh, I saw the show for the first time when I was 15 and horny. <laughs> <laughs> So we threw someone food. that's into space and cooking and being old and pretentious and creepy. And I was like, I'm down for this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there was that. I mean, you're the, you're the kind of person who used to have crushes on uh, your teachers. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, was, I was that child. So <laughs> okay. I, guess, I guess probably the youngest character in a thing that I liked at the time. Let's put it that way.
0: God. I, your your older guy
2: thing, yeah. <laughs> so there's that, but in the long run, I've just come to appreciate the the reasons he does things, and I just find him very fascinating
0: as his utter hypocrisy.
2: Yeah, yeah. As as just a character in the sense of I can relate strongly to the one fundamental thing he does, and that's his decision to just be like, yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I'm going to stay in this little, you know. Garden and play Prince forever. That sounds great. A plus, I'll do that. (laughs) Because it's the wrong answer to that question, and I know it. And it's absolutely the answer I would have to that question. What is that? It's the um, the brain in a oh brain in a bucket, a brain in a bucket, like the Matrix. I I would choose to live in the Matrix, and so would Akio, and we would live in the Matrix together, knowing Kung Fu.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Okay.
2: Yay. Brape is, you know.
0: Fun. Yeah, no. I mean, it's not like we approve of the things the characters <laughs> Literally do. Literally nothing he sure, does. Sure. Sure. No, we actually hate all the things that they do because they're bad and wrong and, and just, you know, but we like hating them too. Like that's another big reason. <laughs> there, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. Like his taste in dresses is tragic. Oh my god, yes. Toga's taste Inakyo in dresses. And Akio doesn't know awful. how to use the brakes. No. God. <laughs>
1: Does anyone <laughs> in this show actually know how to drive a car for real?
2: No. Actually, like, I don't know well, if you guys um, mm-hmm. is new- notoriously a bad driver. Yes. When oh, he really? Spent, really? Yeah, he spent a few years in the States, and um, he had a blog at the time, and repeatedly it was mentioned in this blog that anyone that got in a car with him was, like, just terrified Because he would drive like a complete maniac, brake the same way Accio does. Yeah, basically be Akio, except without the sense of safety because he's controlling his environment.
0: So, yeah. Well, I'm, Ikuhara has that big thing for Akio anyway. Like, yeah, if you read through a lot whatever. of the material, then he's, in a lot of the interviews with the the people that were working with him, they're saying he's always uh, coming into meetings to, like, uh, direct how people are doing things, and he's, he's like, but do it like me because I'm like Akio, I'm Akio. And I'm like, oh my God, man. This
1: <laughs> doesn't surprise me in the slightest. I get that vibe very heavily from the everything about Utena. The, the surprising thing for
0: me was that apparently he also did that with Utena herself.
1: Really? He also,
0: Yeah. Like he also really compared himself to Utena. Like, and I can totally see that as like a duality of, you know, wanting to keep your innocence and wanting to be this strong and noble person and then having to deal with real life and having to get dirty basically and do things that you don't necessarily find morally right to get to the the kind of end that you want. So I can, I can totally see that. Like that makes a lot of sense and it makes sense with the way the series is presented.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs>
2: That's that's a really effed up coin, though. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh,
2: <laughs> that's a penny on one side and a dollar on the other.
1: So, like, do you guys want to give us a little bit about like your history with Utuna, like your personal history with the show? <laughs>
2: oh man, dun, 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 uh,
1: dun. <laughs> a, a tragic backstory. Is, um, it's a huge backstory.
2: Okay,
0: okay, so. so
2: I started watching Utena at about 15. Um, I am not 15 anymore, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. It's been a while. Um, but I did kind of like start at ground, at the ground level as far as like the fandom. So I've always kind of been there. Um, uh, I ended up totally obsessed with it. I ended up building the website, I want to say in 1999, yeah, because I was fairly sure I already had a website up when the movie came out.
1: Yeah, well, but I the know... first thing
2: I can find the oldest mm-hmm. reference is to two thousand.
1: Yeah, well, I know that we have definitely done an episode of our show about a thread from your message boards that was ten years old. So yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. and that yeah.
2: is like even before that because the forum didn't happen until 2006. Yasha showed up. But until until Yasha showed up, I ran Empty Movement on my own. Um, it ended up like stupidly popular because they ended up like the Twitter and Instagram and Tumblr, Tumblr and Tumblr everything else, and Deviant Art because I would be the central place where everyone was posting their fan art and fanfics and and all this kind of stuff. And so it became kind of unwieldy and gigantic to the point where I was coding in ludicrous amounts of content every day and it cost like $60 a month in hosting wow, and eventually wow. like, yeah eventually I was like okay I can't do this anymore so <laughs> I I gave up the website to a friend and that's how I met Yasha she emailed me like hey you know if this is too much crap for you to deal with good for you which immediately made me feel terrible in a way that the people saying hey <laughs> fuck you you can't shut this off <laughs> it didn't hey
0: that was, that was that some was, reverse psychology <laughs> shit, Toga. Great. No. Job. <laughs> that was November 22nd, 2002. I don't remember that. I remember that Aww. because actually Aww. for some reason I went back and looked at some point like 10 years later. Yeah. Um, and what I had said was it's good that she realized that it was too much for her. And I knew that she was getting shit from people for giving the site up. So I was like, I support your decision. This is, if it's too much for you, it's too much for you. So that's, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's the the position that I was coming from it at. And we just ended up talking because of Lord of the Rings, believe it or not, Mm -hmm. because that's when those movies were coming out and we were both super stoked because like when I was a little kid, my dad used to read me the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings to like go to sleep at night um Aww. so Aww. i've been a massive fan of that forever and found out that Gio was also a fan so we started talking and then eventually she started to get real pissy about her friend what was her name again
2: Felia. yeah
0: Felia taking the site
2: Well, she didn't do anything. Yeah, she
0: she wasn't doing anything with it. Like, she was a really great web designer. She had some beautiful, beautiful layouts, but she just left the site completely static. And what was it, like, three months, four months? Yeah. Something like that. And there was nothing going on on it after daily updates. And so we're like, no. Well, this is bullshit. (laughs) Handle it. And because it was such a huge job, but we decided that we were going to put some standards in place so that Geo wasn't in the position of literally putting up people's stick figures that they drew because that was a thing that was on the site was yeah. like people would draw mm-hmm. stick I didn't, figures. I
2: didn't say no because <laughs> I was deviant art and
0: neither to deviant <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So like I put some standards in place and I was like, look, you know, we're not taking your stick figures anymore. We're not putting up your essays. If you don't spell check them, we're not we're not doing any of that stuff anymore. Um we have we have standards. You have to be at least like a grade seven writing level to be able to get an essay on the site. Like we're not even asking for high school or college level, just please spell check. Oh my god. <laughs> so um they were pretty pretty minimal standards. Um but we ended up pairing a lot of stuff off of the site and deciding what could stay and what could go. And we just kind of took it back without even really telling Felia because she, <laughs> she never changed really the passwords. that was great.
2: <laughs> I don't think she ever noticed that I just started updating it again. Yeah. That, so. I don't
0: know if she ever, like, did we ever even talk to her again? Not really. I don't think so. Not really. <laughs> so we just kind of took it back and had all these new standards in place. And um, what was that, 2004? That was 2003. Three. Because the I forum didn't go up until 2006. 2006 was when the and forum... And that was a hell up. on earth. No, it wasn't. Okay, I did she all of that.
2: decided <sighs> she, whether we were going to build a forum. Yes. And by she, I mean that one over here. <laughs> <laughs> now, thing, like, I remember going on... Because the closest thing to, like, a, a fandom, like, a centralized location for the fandom at the time was alt.fan.utena, which had turned into, like, an incestuous pit that would make akio blush as far as like the kind of no you're you must be this much of an utina fan to ride kind of mentality that Uh. had so we went in and we're like hey if we make this forum do you think would you guys like to join it and they got very angry didn't like this idea because it meant that it was not theirs anymore
1: so i made it so so you made the forum (laughs) Well, I
2: made the forum. Actually, I made the forum twice because the first time I, f- I coded the forum, I used one kind of software and within three days it was completely hacked into and destroyed. that wow, quick? Yeah. So I pulled it down and said, we're never doing this again and, and then, coded another one. <laughs> yeah. And then um, like the forum took off, which totally, it just, I didn't believe it. I thought I was going to build this
0: thing and then get to be like, I told you no one would show up. And that was bullshit. And I knew it because I'm the one who always was like in contact with people. That was kind of my job on the site was like insulating geo from having to talk to everybody. <laughs>
1: a valiant <laughs> job. So,
3: okay. So I have a question or really more just a, an invitation to talk about something. Okay. Um, my favorite part of y'all site, which by the way, it is gorgeous. Um, Thank you. The aesthetic of It's perfect. Um, I just love it to pieces I you should also see
0: how She flips out over the layouts She freaks over the layouts every time And I have to go and mm-hmm. calm her down Like it's ridiculous Especially I, Akio's like
3: I love t- it Like It's it's okay. really good But um, okay. probably my favorite part of it Has got to be y'all's Y'all have quite a few essays
0: mm-hmm. Oh god yes That's our favorite part
3: and I actually, I, I've read through a couple of these. Um, actually, more than a couple. Um, in the lead up to this, because I knew it was around the corner. And would you like to know what some of my favorites are?
2: Sure. Yes. 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 Sure. Yes. <laughs>
3: One of y'all have written most of these. Um, probably my favorite was Anthe's Malice.
0: Oh yes! Oh my God! That is. Do okay, you guys
1: want to talk that about is that? Amazing.
3: Because. That is, oh, I might point. actually want you to, because in a lot of ways, this essay makes the point uh, a lot of points I was trying to make and brings them all together. Um, I,
2: I kind of I can see that because I've heard like some of the podcast and you've kind of said very similar ideas and gotten towards similar points. So
3: yeah, and like yeah. it really brought together a lot of things I was seeing in a way that is compact and easier to read than listening to eighteen hours of me ramble. <laughs> Mickey, Mikage, and Genius is really good.
1: Oh, Mickey is yeah. Alice's favorite loved, character. It, he is. Which is
3: why I loved <laughs> I the Unlinking uh, Obscurity about the relationship between Mickey and Toto. yeah.
0: Which is yeah. really
3: great. Um, because it, it, it is actually one of them that's always interested me when, in watching it, and I was glad somebody else is interested. Um, and then, of course, I also enjoyed the... The... Uh, what, I believe it's called spankins, mostly because <laughs> for a lot of oh reasons, but one of them is because y'all have these little like, wherein Giovanna explains herself, wherein Yasha explains herself, <laughs> yes. which delights me.
0: <laughs> uh, well, like I wrote all of the the little fiction pieces for that. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. me Yasha writing the, the things and we consulted on all of them beforehand. As much as you can consider Chatting about who's spanking who
3: and why to be consulting. I, yeah. I, I also loved it that you explicitly said it was ICQ conversations because that like sent me yes. way back into the past.
0: Way back,
2: right? Yep. That's it's so-called ICQ. That's, that's,
3: yeah. As far as like <laughs> essays go, what if you um, – I have two questions. The first is like when you have other people contributing or when you were you're doing one of these for yourself, like what was sort of your – your thought process as far as these go the second question i was going to ask you can answer this one first um do either of you have any sort of background academically with any kind of criticism that would be
0: oh hell no (laughs) we sir we sure don't
2: (laughs) i i don't um i'm i'm an rn Mm -hmm. so no Uh, so, I mean, like, I did a lot of having to write, like, um, research papers, but it's in the more, like, scientific, yeah, Yeah. like, I had to do APA format instead of MLA format, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, there are definitely essays that I wrote when I was in college that sound more like that, Mm -hmm. and sometimes that works, and sometimes it doesn't, and I kind of don't try to use that kind of own or language in the essays I write about Utina because it's I mean I've read academic papers about Utina, and that's awesome that those get written but they tend to be much more broad in scope than specifically this character and this character that met for 30 seconds and here's 20 pages on them yeah kind like, of stuff we like the deep dive so not really any like any any academic background in like critical analysis or literary analysis or anything like that Um, As for how we choose stuff And and anything like that It's It's literally
0: did you spell check
2: (laughs) Yeah we actually Try we've never filtered For the content in Donated ones aside from did you Yeah like Does it make your point
0: does it make Sense yeah like if it's The kind of thing I think we even say this In the submission guidelines if it's like Literally jury is the best Character because I like her so she's The best then that's we're going to be like essay. you need to rewrite your essay or something or maybe have that's a. that's basically me
1: on this podcast so we
0: would... <laughs> well i mean don't write that down and send oh, it no, to no that's us why then. i do it on my podcast yeah. i
1: reserve it for my space
0: yeah <laughs> exactly and i mean and
2: truly like that's exactly why we why I, I initially opened the analysis section to donations was it's like there are a billion essays i'm never gonna write because i don't like the character enough yeah let's be real yeah so unless you want this to be a complete sausage fest as far as like <laughs> what gets analyzed <laughs> yeah and so like I've said like the, the people that we've disagreed with online and you know had it and amicably those are the people that I'm like please write an analysis I totally want your Your point of view on the site because that's what i like about having all of these different contributors is
0: they argue stuff that i'm never going to argue yeah and they disagree disagree stuff that we would never yeah yeah. you know oh god that one spicy one that's like utina is finally fulfilling her (laughs) purpose as a female i'm like females (laughs) oh oh my god
2: no no way seriously Seriously? (laughs)
0: seriously Yeah. 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 But it's well written and it makes its point so we put it up anyway. So I'm like, you know what? Like, you're the
2: trash we need. Yeah.
0: That's
2: like right.
0: any honestly, um we would take pretty much anything as long as again, I don't have to spell check it and it does, it has a point that it makes. Like and we've said that to people who've disagreed with us quite often. There was a uh, back in 2013 when we finally got on Tumblr there was a whole big thing about Anthe's malice. Because, it's a meme. Yeah. Really? It's a meme. It's. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently. Okay. So to give a little history on Anthe's malice, Gio wrote it back in like, what, 2002? At the latest. At the latest. It was already
2: on the site when I shut the site down.
0: Yeah. And so it was a reaction to what was going on in the fandom at the time. Now, what was happening in the fandom at the time was everybody was painting Anthea as either literally a mindless doll or a completely powerless victim. And you only have to watch it to realize that that's not the case. Like, you you just have to pay attention to what she's doing.
1: Yeah, like we went through that sort of evolution of opinion over the course of our watch of the show
0: yeah but oh, the the fandom at large at the time was stuck in that hole. anthe is a complete victim. oh poor anthe you know she never uh she never deserved any of this completely passive, completely like powerless, and that is such a that's demeaning to her yeah really. like it's and so anthe's malice was written as a reaction to that so and then fast forward like eleven years <laughs> and Apparently, because of the way Anthe is viewed now, now that essay, I'm I'm just going to come out and say it. A lot of the reason that the fandom is the way it is is because of the analysis that we have on the site. People read it, the ideas spread, Don't be so humble. people adopt it. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, but like, it's the reason that Anthe's perceived the way she is is because of Anthe's malice. Like, she's now perceived to be a person with agency of her own. She's now perceived to be somebody who maybe doesn't have a lot of power or feels she can't exercise all that power, but it's there. The potential for it is there. And she does use it when she feels safe doing so. Well, too, Um, I
2: think that also that shift in tone, because like originally people wanted to apologize for her behavior or, you know, dismiss it or reduce it or cinnamon roll her or whatever for, for other reasons, but as the as the tone and the awareness in the in the fandom shifted towards more of an Utina and Anthe relationship and it became okay, but why are these two a couple now? You couldn't be like Utina and this brainless doll. Yeah. That's a terrible ship that nobody likes. So we started looking for her agency and found it. Yeah, and people <laughs> found like and found this essay that was like a trillion years old and they're like, Well, here's Anthe with agency, but it means she's a total bitch and I don't like it.
0: Yeah. So So we got a bunch of people who are mad at us for this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it
2: became like an an a, an answer to any sort of spicy take would be like anti malice.
0: Yeah. So for a while that was a thing, and we were actually getting people calling us like rape apologists and stuff over it. Ooh. That's the one that. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't that. That was well, that, that was, was just, I have a like, shrine to
2: Accio. Yes,
0: yes, but like which... that was a part of that whole thing. Was this? There was a group of people that were like basically trying to shame us or something, and we're like. We have a, no shame. We have an Akio shrine. There is no shame here. <laughs> so there that was part of it was like trying to get us to take down Anthe's malice and like retract it um to change wordings and things on the site because they were not like female friendly or something like that like because some of the fanfics called Whatever character, a whore or something I'm like, Which I'm not we
2: actually didn't do yeah. anywhere Because we actually looked yeah. To see where the word whore was used and mentioned And I believe the only time it's mentioned on the site It's in no, reference no, no, to no. Togo
0: or something no, Okay, no, it's Akio was well, the one who got the most uh, who is called know. the I made charts about this, actually <laughs> Somebody got Where's super snarky chart? with me, so I made a bunch of pie charts of where <laughs> where actually Slut, Whore, and Cunt are used on the site. And it turns out that under Whore, Akio is the winner, with like five times or something by, like that. by like a
2: completely dominant yeah. margin,
0: like it's huge. Um, under Slut, Toga is the winner, and I'm the runner-up. <laughs> I, I, I called myself a slut on the site or something. I can't remember. But shouldn't it
2: really go the other way around? Like, if you're I, being maybe, act, if I, you're yeah, accurate, yeah. you yeah, go the other way around.
0: But, but, like, you know. And cunt literally showed up in the um, randomly generated uh, identification tags that are used for pictures in the gallery that was, like, made by software. And that's the only place it ever
1: shows up on the site.
0: So, I don't yeah. know, like... People were just looking for reasons to get bitchy at us. People or like something. to be mad
1: on the internet. Yeah. I think so. I it's think a, it's fun. a Tumblr thing. Yeah. Or what? Also.
3: With, um, with Anthony's malice, what struck me was that you were able to have this analysis that's also incredibly um, sympathetic for what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. So, like, I thought so too.
3: Like, several times, like and uh, like reading both of the ones that the two of y'all did, I'm struck by there's sort of a balance of sympathy and a critical eye that I really appreciated.
2: Well, thank you. I think at the end of the day, like, I tend not to write essays unless it's the characters that I, like, sympathize or the, relate to the most or find interesting that way. Like, because we joke, but, like, a, tr- a character that I truly dislike or have no interest in, I'm not going to write much compelling about them right because i'm not thinking that hard about it yeah whereas like anthe especially she's like such a like monolithic character to analyze and i think that's why there's probably not as much analysis about her as there is about some of the other characters relative to her position in the show like she's yeah.
0: like the most
2: analysis there is, there is character. that
0: one essay that what is it anthea's viewers mirror yeah that's, that's a, really a really good, good one. one that's really good but
2: it's it's not, I think a lot of people want to try that just because there's so much to say and there's so many ways to say it, and she's this and huge mystery. Anthe
0: is a very uncomfortable character for people. That too, and it's it's just very like it's hard to confront a lot of the things in her because like I don't know. I always come at it from an angle of if I was in her position, I would probably be doing the same thing, like if you want to think about why she ended up sleeping with Akio first and actually look at that in the sense of how did this relationship happen? How did it evolve? What changed to make it into a sexual relationship? And then what changed to make it into an abusive relationship? Because I mean, when it started out and Akio was Dios, obviously it wasn't an abusive relationship. Anthony felt left out and abandoned, but it wasn't that Dios was actively abusing her. But as he changed into Akio, you could kind of like understand that if you were in that position with somebody and it was the only other person in the world who could understand you and you're desperately trying to hang on to them, I could see getting into a sexual relationship, no matter like what um, archetypal like like brother relationship you're supposed to have, just as an attempt to hang on to closeness. And it's an attempt to hang on to the shreds of this wonderful person that you loved so much, who is disappearing every day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: no, absolutely. Like 110%.
0: Yeah. So and I think a lot of people don't look at it like that and kind of look at it as Akio coercing her into a relationship or something like that. Or, but it's just it's very uncomfortable to confront Anthony on lo- on the level of her having agency and willingness and doing these things that she does of her own volition.
1: Like, yeah, I feel like a lot the of these- series pretty, uh, like pretty explicitly shows that she's like an active participant in this situation, even if it has gotten to a place where she's no longer maybe like, happy about what's happening
0: yeah but i think a lot of people really don't like to look at it that way because it kind of ruins their image of anthea and utina as this like
1: perfect perfect, cinnamon rolls yeah
0: yeah this like perfect couple that like they're complementary to each other in every way and just they waltz off into a happy ever after kind of ending i think that that view of Anthe interferes with the, the idea of... Because, like, I mean, personally, I think if they get together after the series, they're gonna have a lot of fucking problems. Like,
2: Anthe's gonna have a lot of problems with literally any relationship yeah, she
0: gets into because, after the series. Like, I mean, she's, yeah. like, thousands of years...
2: Like... She's, like, carrying the largest pile of, like, relationship baggage. <laughs> luggage ever known
0: ever. Yeah. So
2: I was in a bad relationship.
0: Try me.
1: Yeah. Like
0: (laughs) literally. It's going to take a lot of therapy
1: to unpack.
0: Yeah. Yeah, She's got a lot of work to do, but, but I mean, people don't want to look at it that way because that's not, that's not happy. Like that, that takes away the happily ever after at the end. It's not easy. And yeah,
3: it's not simple.
0: So it's, I don't know. So and I guess that's that's kind of a a larger chunk of the fandom wants to see it that way and we just never really have. And that's kind of why we don't do the whole shipping thing is because just everybody has so many problems that anybody in any relationship is just going to be a mess. Yeah, it's it's just destructive as hell. I mean, you're like, not wrong.
1: <laughs>
2: I think there's a desire because there's so much in the show that's just so horrible and so cruel, and the show just flogs its characters so much. Yeah, and and
0: afterwards, you just kind of want them to be really happy. And and the show kind of gives you like the tiniest
2: overture that they might sort of be getting happy. Like, you know, Toga, Saiyanjin, and Nami are in the same room together, and nobody's getting their face torn off. Like, like, (laughs) really, no progress. But I don't. I My personal interpretation of the show Has never been that You know at the end of the show Everybody is fine And they dance off into the sunset And graduate And everybody's super healthy It's always been more that You've just cracked the shell And now these are people That can start dealing with their problems In a better manner Without some asshole in the way Yeah Because well, like, like
1: part of the whole conflict Of the series Was that people weren't Dealing with their issues So now they have to do that now that they've broken out of this cycle, yeah.
2: which and that leaves a lot of work to do. But it's still like a positive note to leave yeah. on because now they're ready to do that. So the yeah, only one,
3: like- the yeah. only one that I can see coming out of it relatively healthy is actually Mickey. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly just because his problems are a little less intensely violent.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know, like.
2: I mean, it's not right, like he's going to come
3: out unscathed. I mean, I mean,
0: I mean, my perspective of Mickey. Yeah, well, there there is that, but like also, I don't know. We have this running joke of of Mickey becoming like a goth child. Oh my god, that'd be
3: amazing! Yeah,
0: like yeah. with the black eyeliner and all that. And uh, uh, I need it, some Mickey goth,
1: goth edits like right now.
0: <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Just all
2: the
1: worst.
3: Please.
0: Exactly, and um, eventually that evolved into. Um, I think at one point I was saying like Miki is a cannibal at the end of the series. <laughs> yeah. it, just,
2: it
3: just just goes from there. It's, just, it's always the quiet ones.
0: I know, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, He's the one you really need to be watching out for. But I mean, I I agree with your assessment, and that his problems are really not as violent as the others. But there's mm. still there's still a lot of work to oh, do. Absolutely. There
3: I mean, um, really, but, the thing is that, like, his, like, the difference for me was really that, like, Mickey's problems aren't entirely this way. But a lot of Mickey's problems are I'm 14 kind of problems. Yeah. They're more like yeah. general human problems. Yeah. Aside from yeah. his, his his with the exception of his relationship with his sister, like, most of his stuff is kind of stuff that is what is common to man, to, to borrow the phrase. Whereas, like. Yeah. He doesn't have the the long suffering of jury, and he doesn't have the I don't even know what to call it of Toga, like
2: <laughs> child sexual abuse. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's,
3: there's it's just so many things all at once. The yeah. is awful. Toga is a, a
0: Toga is actually. I'm I'm just going to throw it out here because I'm writing an essay comparing the two of them. I really need to finish that. You <laughs> keep on, that on talking time. about it. But um, Toga and Anthe are the most ambiguous characters in the series. And Toga's problems are literally like a gender-flipped version of Anthe's problems. Like, he's basically her. Dude,
1: you just blew my mind. I know, You right? just blew <laughs> my mind right off of my head. What the fuck? What
0: <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> I don't
1: read like- that.
0: I know, and I, I gotta finish. Either. I gotta finish writing it though, but it's just people don't like to think about him that way because he's such a fucking dick. Like he's a complete jerk, he's a fuck boy. But he's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a total fuck boy. But,
2: I didn't know what a fuck boy was <laughs> until someone said Toga's one. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. how I understand. If you define fuckboy, this picture is right next to the
1: definition. That's literally how
2: I came to an understanding of what fuckboy means. <laughs> I mean, it's
0: a good example. It really
1: yeah. is. Yeah.
0: But like, but he's another, one that, he's another one that makes people uncomfortable because as soon as you look into him, you see that he's very, like, the whole reason that Nanami and Saiyanji are so damaged and so fucked up is because he's trying to keep them close to him. So the way that he does it is by hurting them. Mm-hmm. So like Syonji is constantly trying to prove himself to Toga, and Toga keeps on denying him that proof and like and like dangling the idea of equality and like a carrot. Yeah. Like a mm-hmm. carrot in front of Sionji's <laughs> face. And then in Nanami's case, she's like, she wants his affection. She wants his love. And again, he dangles that in front of her like taunting her with the idea that someday he might withdraw his love from her if she doesn't act right or whatever. So, But these things are designed to keep them close to him without ever getting any emotional intimacy with them. Like, And I I can relate, actually. It's
3: it's very – not only is it very reactive, but it's very much the kind of behavior I expect to see someone – from someone who has problems with abuse at young ages, yeah, because it is very yeah, much absolutely. a I cannot trust anyone; they are unknown to me, so I'm going to have to do by force what other people do by fill in the blank.
0: Exactly, exactly, yeah. and and to compensate for the lack of intimacy he has with people around him, that's why he's got his bitch swarm, like. You're, you <laughs> love that. I love that's that a word. Good that's word. <laughs> a great word. Okay? I, I coined that.
2: that was mine.
0: <laughs> but I like
2: did
0: that. He basically turns affection on and off like a faucet when he wants it because he's got all of these girls who are willing to give it to him. And that's his replacement for actual affection and actual intimacy. And so he's built all of these structures around him to keep him isolated from people, to keep him safe from people. And that's exactly what Anthe does. She just does it in a feminine way rather than a more active, like, masculine kind of, like... Because Toga's very active in what he does. He's constantly searching out things to do. Anthe just kind of lets things come to her. But she also dangles what...
2: Yeah, that, that same affection, approval, which is why Sayonji being into her is such a hot mess.
0: Yeah, like dude, like she's dangling that same kind of affection in front
2: of and him. And he's like, "This feels familiar. I like this. Oh, yeah, why do I feel my this heart?" heart <laughs> it's
1: it,
3: it's it, yeah. I uh, um, feel bad
1: for Sayonji?
3: I mean, I, I tried to do that on my podcast I, a couple of times. Yeah, that's true. I was, I was not an <laughs> apologist, but I definitely sort of took that line of. Sanji's behavior makes sense if you realize that Toga is sort of a part of the source of it. Yeah. I I mean,
1: yeah. yeah, We have have talked about that at length, both on and off the podcast.
3: Yeah. I mean, I I think I put it that he was like Toga basically groomed him to be what he is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. He's definitely
0: a product of, of Toga's interference. Like him and Nanami both are. And it's really weird because they're both like the most intuitive characters in the series. They're the ones who get what's going on first, and they're the ones who are like, "Fuck this game!" First, like, Sanji in episode twenty-five is like, "This I'm game out. is bullshit." And then Toga shows up. He's like, "This game is great." <laughs> well, Akio. Like, yeah, but okay, Akio is not the reason he gets back. In that's the arena. true. That's true. But then, like, he just he, jumps
2: over the car. That's he's a passive agent in that entire. Yeah,
0: process. and Nanami at the end, she's already out of her uniform. She's taking her ring off. She's like, "Fuck this noise! I'm done." I'm done. <laughs> Like, both of them kind of... That's
1: why Monime is my my favorite.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You know, she was such a throwaway character to me when I first saw the show. And I think she was to most people back then. Like, she was just sort of, oh, she's the stereotypical bitch queen. She gets all the comic relief
1: episodes.
2: Exactly. And as time went on, it just got, like, every subsequent watch, I loved her more and more and more and more. And at this point, I just stand the crap out she's the only person that deserves to be happy
1: big There's mood happy
2: in that entire show but like i don't know like um i don't know if you know the she has the old she has the same screenwriter for every single one of her episodes
1: really i didn't know that that yeah. makes sense
2: yeah because like a lot of a lot of the episodes that have like random screenwriters are not a lot of consistency. Um, obviously Enokado writes like the key episodes, like he writes episode nine and episode 34 and 37, 38, 39. Um, so those episodes have like a consistent narrative because they're written by the same screenwriter. Yeah. Um, a bunch of randos show up for the jury episodes, not going (laughs) to lie, but Every single episode uh, that that Nanami is key in is written by the same screenwriter, whether it's her serious episodes or the completely ridiculous off-the-wall curry kind of stuff and cows. And I think that might be why you can end up feeling very sympathetic toward her despite her completely ridiculous behavior. And how you can take her seriously after she... Like, like she, she... turns into a cow, and then a bunch of episodes later, you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. How can you guys do this to her? Yeah. And you end up like really feeling sorry okay, for but her. but
0: you dropped a really spicy thing on me not too long ago oh, here. did I? You did. You did. With the idea that this screenwriter, who, who this we, one. we haven't been able to figure out what this screenwriter has done other than Nanami's episodes, and you dropped this really spicy rumor on me that that's actually a pen name for Ikuhara. Yes. yes. And that actually mm. is
2: mentioned in the translated liner notes in the Nozomi um, DVD from the laser discs. And really?
1: the,
2: the rumor is that this Rika Higa is just a screen name, like a, a, a pen name, a pen name for Ikuhara. And I don't know that that's true, but, but if it, it is. I completely buy it.
3: There, I 100% buy that.
2: <laughs> you know, I like. I would totally buy that too. I do, um, <laughs>
1: honestly.
0: <laughs> but well, I mean, like, it's got all of his trademarks, all of the the weird, like, surreal stuff, all of the patterns yeah. happening over and over. Ikuhara is super good at pattern recognition and creating pat- patterns, and those all show up in Nanami's episodes. Like. Yeah, and yeah. So, so I can believe it. I believe it, especially the like, like with the like with the uh, the frog.
2: Yes. Ribbit. Just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. Do you want to shower with me? Yeah. I'm turning the wing into a harem. Yep. Ribbit. <sighs> yep. Like.
1: <laughs> Ow! Cat!
0: Sorry. Oh my god. Sorry. The cat has not had her claws clipped and just jumped on Gio. Okay. Oh,
1: shit.
0: Sorry. We're going to have to edit that out probably. That's fine.
1: <laughs> we'll fix it in post. All right. We'll fix it in post.
0: <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs>
1: we say that all the time.
0: I know. Yeah, she was <laughs> she was super impressed when she heard that. She's like, damn, a Glenn Beck reference? No, that's I don't know. Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's a Bill it's O'Reilly. Yeah, it's Bill like O'Reilly it's, O'Reilly it's, right? it's all those confused.
0: dumbass Fox newscasters mixed up. They're yeah. an assholes. They,
1: they all, look all the are face. basically the same person. Yeah. It's
3: like it's like, it's like the man's finest moment mm-hmm. is him being furious and saying, Fuck it, we'll do it live.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm like, okay. Just quick aside, in 2016, I was going to build like a whole website and do a whole thing about Akio running for president because I thought it would be funny. Uh It's not funny. And I never did because it wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> it became unfunny it became unfunny because we did like like the whole comment i was going to make about it literally got made better by reality yeah and then we were totally bound oh, to elect a completely insane narcissistic man child and i kind of feel like disappointed with us not because we did that because i i would have been fine with that but you could have had some standards <laughs> mm mm-hmm like <laughs> yeah like that couldn't he be like literate and hot and have his shit together and not have Alzheimer's and, and Frank Underwood yeah, <laughs> yeah. Frank Underwood. basically <laughs> Frank you Underwood. just wanted
1: Frank Underwood to be our president I,
2: I, yeah. that's my type
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing, she's seeing a been... pattern clearly
2: yeah. <laughs> you might be seeing a pattern now
3: just, just to confirm for me that I'm seeing this pattern are you familiar with Richard the 3rd I watched the, uh, the play, the play. A
0: million years ago. She has not seen it. I have not seen the play. No. If Sorry.
3: you like if you like President Underwood, you need to watch Richard III because literally the first two seasons of that show are just Richard III.
2: Excellent. <laughs> <Point> like <laughs> you know
3: there's a side he has in the beginning to like you the audience? Yes. That's where they got that from.
2: Oh, cool. nice. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, I know. I I I love the crap
0: out of that kind of hot garbage basically if it's an older man and he's a complete fucking narcissistic mess geo's right in there
2: (laughs) hey i get points for consistency
1: you do (laughs) at least you're predictable
2: but yeah but anyway so i was going to have this whole thing being a comment on how our standards have gotten extremely low and how we are willing to put anything that we think is you know presenting toxically masculine you know facets of power she whether they while mean wiping
0: it. her hand whether over they, her face whether they mean it or not like
2: <laughs> are basically massive face palming happening here like <laughs> basically comparing Trump and Akio but the joke was supposed to happen because Trump like fell off the map at the end of the primaries and it stopped being a funny thing to do once it was
0: yeah. you know, the thing that was happening
2: yeah,
3: yeah I get right? that <laughs>
0: Although the sciencey blog thing is still something we should do, I should still do the yeah. blog. Yeah.
3: Okay, I have to ask. Hmm? Of all the links on your site, the strangest, the most compelling, at least for its obscurity, is Mother Dearest. <laughs> Uh, yes. <laughs> Whose brainchild was this,
0: that's this, her, that's mine. this that's artistry
3: you. of the was character who literally, I think it's less than 30 seconds of total Last screen of time, 30. and you have several pages.
2: <laughs> that's Geo. I, I could write more now that I've seen in Akito's notes about it.
3: Actually, like, this is really good reading, too.
1: I didn't do my homework. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Please elaborate.
3: <laughs> okay, it, okay. Oh, you do it.
1: No, you go ahead. I saying,
3: okay, I, I found this link and I'm like, Mother dearest. Less than two minutes since she made an impression. What on earth? I click it. First off, it's this very tasteful, like there's like a wine glass. Um, actually, I think that's supposed to be for like some other kind of spirit, but I don't know. And then there's like multiple a tabs. A, thank you. Which is hilarious because I actually got some of these as a gift once from my friend. Um, so I should know. But there's like it's, it's about Oto- Mrs. Otori, and uh-huh. I just kept reading, and there's a lot of material here, and it's actually really good reading, off of, like, basically z- almost nothing. I'm, I'm genuinely impressed, both as someone who enjoys reading and as an English major, I am incredibly impressed by how much material you got out of, like, 12 seconds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's really the show's artistry there. Like they imply so much with so little. It's it's just done really well. And so Geo was able to pull out so much out of that that it's yeah, just the, the reason I mean, it's that there. that's there. It's
2: the reason that site exists, aside from that I wanted to build it, is way way back in the day there was kind of a vogue for like obscure little sites for, for fringe characters and stuff. Yeah. So that was a thing that used to happen. Um, and I was like, cool. I'm doing one about Mrs. Atari because. <laughs> because why not? <laughs> because episode 30 is probably my favorite trash fire episode. Yep. And that's probably one of my favorite trash fire scenes because it's the only scene in the entire series that 15 year old me can, like, comfortably think is hot without violating some, like. <laughs> <laughs> you can see. <laughs> nice.
0: It is. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the only consensual two sex between two adults in the entire series. Oh, and the God, consent it
3: is. It
0: it is. is. Yeah.
2: Wow. Like I mean, technically, like I think it, well, I think aki and Anthe are a consenting adult couple, but Anthe is not presented as an adult, no, so she's fine. presented as a
1: fourteen year old. You know, whatever.
2: So. But Mrs. Atori, definitely an adult. <laughs> and she's definitely down to five.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like her only character trait.
2: That is, her, that, is, that is her character. And I'm like, I admire this one. <laughs> so I wanted to write a shrine. So I did that. And the funny thing is, I if I rebuilt that now, I would have more material because I actually found the notes that... Enokido made about Enokido made about that entire um, relationship, and he basically like confirms that she is the one that is poisoning her husband at Akio's behest, and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, "Mm." toxic. Yep. Yep. she's awesome she's awesome okay that that makes that entire scene even more sick that's life that's life goals man yeah Yeah. hashtag life goals someday (laughs) i will poison you at the best excellent (laughs) we'll get there we'll get there (laughs) but yeah um no that 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 one was mine and some of it is like lol how much can i kick and you know drag kicking and screaming from this extremely short scene um and some of it is just that it's almost kind of a s- subcategory of being an Akio fan, yeah, because it's as much about him as it is. Well, her. like
0: what what was it you said that she's basically like Akio's the corrupted prince, and she's the yeah. corrupted princess, yeah. Like that's that's how the show presents them is like the kind of the end point of um, selfishness.
2: Yeah, the prince and the princess is an archetype taken to of their logical conclusions if they're not going to become a king and queen, which is never mentioned at all in the series, so I don't uh, think... Well, uh, Chigusa in the game is yeah, called a queen, but, but that's but, like You know, weird. that's the... That's this... The mm. game is shit. <laughs> so, you know, the game is excellent, and you guys should definitely do a podcast. The about only it. person you can fuck
0: in the game is Toga. Yeah, the <laughs> oh, I we appreciate.
2: We actually you can, you-
1: played some of it. We did like a live stream where we played about an hour or two um, of it. Uh, but that we didn't know how to save videos on Twitch, so that video yeah. no longer exists. But. Um- Some good friends of ours that have been on the podcast before did, like, a whole complete playthrough of, like, all the different routes of the game. And they know, like, Mm -hmm. so much about this goddamn game. Mm -hmm. I might need to get in
2: touch with them. Yeah, they're good. It is totally You can romance everybody, but the only person you're actually taking to bed is
0: I appreciate this. And,
2: and... I love the
1: game because the game has better animation than the series. It does. Yeah. Like, I was <laughs> incredibly impressed by the game's animation the first time I saw it. Nobody
2: ever looks as on model in the series as they do in, the, in game. the game, which is sad because I will never actually see Akio on model ever. <laughs> I know. <why. laughs> My model Akio is a unicorn and I will never <laughs> see it. Until god. I'm very old, and then it will be like in the last unicorn, and I'll be like, why couldn't you do this when I was young? And-
3: <laughs> no, no, you are not allowed to talk about that. I'm gonna cry.
2: <laughs> no! Oh my god. That, yeah, <laughs> that is me about well-drawn, not like, not <laughs> shoulders broken, chin
0: stabby.
3: Legs I, you know. up
0: to his. Well,
2: I mean- I'm about
3: to say, don't forget the legs that are eight miles long.
1: Well,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: daddy long legs oh.
0: daddy long legs oh. that's, that's oh. actually
1: a reference to yeah a we novel. found that exactly. out while we were recording we yeah. googled it yeah.
2: and now that I, was now a weird rabbit hole. I have to change the entire site yeah because it's
0: not the right <laughs>
2: translation
3: yep
0: but i don't know that that was really neat like we actually worked on the subtitles for the the blu-ray that's coming what? out really um Yeah,
2: this is the first time we've done this, actually.
0: Yeah, well, okay. So, what what is it, 10 years ago now? Right Stuff came, like, they actually had their PR person come onto the forum, register an account, and start asking people, hey, what do you want to see for extras? Like, we've had such a massive amount of outreach from them, and they've treated us so well. I mean, despite this um, problem that they're having with the rings and not being able to do the Blu-rays right now just
1: mama's waiting on her blu-ray yeah
0: Yeah, someday you know what i I talked to david and he's like look we we want to wait until we have something concrete to announce right now we're just saying the same thing over and over and they're still waiting they're they're still like they they understand that people are getting really frustrated
1: oh i'm not mad about it personally i can't know i I
2: could give a crap about the ring i really don't care yeah to
1: be honest i'd rather have the
2: book but the book like is the kind of thing that happened like because when when they came on the forum Mm -hmm. 10 years ago and she asked like what do you guys want for extras and i think they were thinking we were all going to be like rings and like Keychains yeah. and no. swag, and we're, no, like, and we're, we're like
0: analysis please. And, and translate things for yeah. us. Translate
2: <laughs> the liner notes and, yeah. and interviews, mm-hmm. and and that is exactly what they did. And like the DVDs, like if you like, as I'm sure you like, are just full of that kind of stuff, mm-hmm.
0: and mm-hmm. it's awesome. So and so this time around, they actually came to us to ask about the subtitle translations and what we preferred to use as translations. So. Things like end of the world versus ends of
1: the world. I was going to ask want- you guys about that actually because I had seen a bit of talk about it on Twitter, but I didn't really understand what was going on. Please so I was going to ask you about it.
3: To me.
2: I, I think the reason they ultimately contacted us is because. We, we know multiple translations of the series. Yeah. Because, I mean, we have yeah. the, the Utena Translation Prod, uh, Project's translations on the site. That's what, you know, that was mine. That was Babby's first soundtrack. Yeah. But we, uh, we've also seen, you know, the Central Park Media ones and other fan ones. Mm-hmm. So it's I guess it was, like, kind of the natural
0: go to but for specifically, like, specifically the end of the world versus that one. I of didn't get thing. because
2: not because he disagreed, but because, um, the book had already been printed with end of the world. So yeah. they couldn't like go and change it because it was already like printed material. Now I don't, it. I
0: don't know. Are you familiar with a whole like ends versus end? No, I, I don't has... know anything about this. Okay. Oh my God. So, um, basically the issue is that end of the world implies in English apocalypse. Right? Yeah. Like that's that's pretty that's pretty firm. Um in Japanese, that's not what it says. Okay. It actually says basically boundaries of the world. That's like real. edges of the world. So like when they're saying I got a message from end of the world, they're actually saying, I got a message from beyond the boundaries of the world. It's not apocalypse they're talking about. They're talking about like a literal edge of reality.
2: Actually, I got into this and I posted about it a little bit, but so, okay. So, you know, like how for us, when we hear end of the world, our first, in our first assumption is the apocalypse, like the end of the, the world as we know it. But if we sit there and think about it, we will also eventually think of the border of the world. Yeah. In Japanese, the presumptions go in reverse. Yeah. If you hear Sekai no Hate, you think of, of the borders of the world first, but, that still doesn't conflict with the apocalypse. It's just not the first one you're going to think of, because that's not the first one that
0: yeah. is kind so of Yeah, culturally- so there's this really neat kind of dichotomy where the, <clears throat> the English fandom thinks apocalypse right up until a certain point in the series, and then they realize, oh, it means boundaries. And then the Japanese fandom thinks it's boundaries up until a certain point, and then they go, oh, it's also apocalypse so, so, that's yeah, kind of neat. so like,
2: the exploration just
0: kind of happens in reverse
2: yeah and we didn't end up getting to change it to ends of the world which was kind of sad but at the same time it preserves because that was definitely like yeah. my experience watching it is i'm thinking they mean apocalypse 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 and this asshole shows up in his car well it doesn't <laughs>
1: like there's the song <laughs> like, absolute destiny apocalypse yeah.
2: yeah yeah exactly and i get there and i'm like oh they mean borders and then you know like mind blown acid trip you know yeah. lights flashing in front of the <laughs> and stuff yeah so, so it's it, it is an interesting but we did actually change some of the language yeah. in um, um toga's
0: summon speech
2: yes to better reflect that it's a border
0: yeah um we had to find a compromise between the literal translation and the like contextual meaning in english and I did a lot of surveys and kind of like talking to the fandom to see what they preferred in terms of, um, well, in specific, uh, the way they translated sama. We couldn't get it so that they they would just use the Japanese honorifics. That's just not. That done. was actually everybody's preferred like way of doing it, but. For some reason, the higher ups were like, "No, we can't do that." It's too
2: inconsistent with how they translate honorifics elsewhere in like licensed
0: product. Yeah. No other licensed product. Well, does no, there's that. Uh, Maria, Maria Yeah, that, that they, know, they there's just for, the but there's did that but yeah, it's like the once that that happens. But so, I actually went to the fandom and did a survey, and that was one of the questions on it was like, "How do you want the the Sans and Samas be translated?" Because that's actually really important.
1: Yeah, I hate when uh, when dubs clunkily translate honorifics, and I really wish they would just like just yeah. keep in just the damn it. honorific. Like if people yeah. don't get it, they'll Google it. Like it's t- fucking exactly. twenty eighteen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It,
3: it, it's a problem I'm familiar with from like having to translate the Aeneid and stuff. Where there's some things <laughs> that English just does not handle very well yeah. because it just doesn't have a really good analog like we have honorifics most languages have some kind of analog to that but like the way that english uses honorifics are not entirely compatible and we need yeah. more honorifics honestly you have, honestly. You have, have to, to make a you have to some one one side has to give something
1: yeah i think english needs more honorifics in general we'd be better Definitely. off
0: um what we ended up going with was mistress for Sama, mm-hmm. because they have, you have because they use master for Sianji, exactly. right? exactly. So Sayanji Sama is master Sayanji, and then when she says Sayanji Senpai, that's a massive major shift, and you can see why Sayanji flips
1: out over it rather than what is the translation for that gonna be? Because I know in the old dub she says very clunkily, Sayonji classmate. That's I think
3: I can't I remember, can I can't remember more it, on maybe. that one, I
1: can't remember what. That one I
2: can't remember. I don't actually have like a complete master list of all the changes. God, we I was supposed, we made. supposed we made to post it so, so long ago, yeah. but like I get you. I I, yeah. I think we were talking about like my friend or something like that. Being yeah, something like that. But... Or just nothing. Yeah, because the, the absence option. of master would be more than sufficient to exactly.
0: get it
1: wrong. That makes sense to me.
0: It'd be but so, but like translating the honorifics was a big, a big kind of sticking point for everybody. Jury and jury, yeah,
2: was our grade. oh
1: the Y versus the I, yes. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Whoever
1: used... thought that damn Y was a good idea? The, the
2: Japanese c- content
0: creators,
1: yeah, uh, when the Y appears multiple okay, places okay. in have you, seen,
2: like
0: after, have you seen after the revolution. Have you seen the the manga that Geo um, headed up the translation project for? The new one. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I, not, I, I
3: saw. It, yeah. I saw parts of it as as it was being translated, and like people were talking about it, but I haven't read it.
0: Yeah. So um, <laughs> at the very end of that, there's a picture of Jury's locket with "Fight Jury" scratched inside it in English, and her name is spelled J Y U R Y.
1: Jury. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm
0: st- but that's the thing. That I actually Japanese, Photoshop
2: that's... it to like our translation because <laughs> yeah. it's so jarring to see. Yeah.
0: But like that's so that jarring actually... to see. It's it's actually an no. actual translation <laughs> directly from Japanese to English. That's like I took a little bit of Japanese, I know a little bit of Japanese, not not enough to really be useful in a translation project, but like I understand the way the alphabet works and the J Y thing is accurate. Like Yeah that's that's how that so works, works in japanese weird. though but we don't see it that way and like
2: and like a lot of the art books and stuff will still spell it j-u-r-y and stuff mm-hmm. like that so that didn't come from nowhere yeah but
3: but I yeah get we it. The, i just they,
2: don't like it
0: yeah mm-hmm. and
2: they did change it because they were like okay fine we bowed overwhelming
0: um yeah oh, what was the one with Mickey? there was one with Mickey who? too you mean mickey Ruth? mickey 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 shut mickey. up uh, no <laughs> Hey, okay so she just posted this thing on tumblr you know that like um that butterfly pigeon meme yeah. that's going on the guy who's like looking at the thing he's like what is this is it a pigeon or whatever yeah, yeah. so she posted, she posted a picture of um miki's head in place of the butterfly and utina fans going is this
1: ruka oh i saw like, that yeah <laughs> no,
0: alice you are you,
2: you are a unicorn not no. the biggest unicorn I've ever seen because no. there's someone that Not got into Canada. SKU
0: by way. Oh, sorry. That's no, wait, it. no.
2: I thought it's Alice. That's the Mickey fan. Oh wait, yeah.
0: Okay, yes. yeah. Sorry. Okay, I thought you were talking to. Not Nada the biggest spoke.
2: uniform unicorn I've ever seen because that would be the friend we have that got into Revolutionary Girl Utena by way of fanship towards Akio's voice actor. Yes, that's fair. Oh my God. That's interesting.
3: That's, that's fair. <laughs> I, I, I respect <laughs> that.
2: Yeah, but that is a unicorn. But but generally, Miki is kind of like the throwaway character in the American fandom because mm-hmm. he's you know not yeah. gay, you know.
3: <laughs> debatable, <laughs> which drives me nuts because not hateable. There's so much to talk about.
0: Oh yeah, Ooh. absolutely, absolutely. Like Every he, single character in the show has so much to talk about. We like, could really, do a whole podcast on just Miki. Like paradoxically,
3: his normalness in comparison to the others actually makes the changes over time his arcs stand out more clearly to me because they're not Mm -hmm. wrapped up in as much of the weird mystical bullshit (coughs) trademark hi kitty um so like you don't get distracted by the car and like toga's weird jojo posing so it's all stark (laughs) yeah i mean i swear to god there's no other way to say it they are literally jojo posing it, uh, it is JoJo. It's <laughs> flying in the wind.
1: I, I, I love these Toga's extra motherfuckers.
0: At one point. No, it's it's Toga's voice actor that plays Dio in JoJo's. No, no, no. I mean, way back in
1: the oh. 90s, Akio oh, was JoJo. Oh. Wait, what? Really?
0: I believe so. Huh. I believe so. Yeah, uh, Jirota Kusugi. We'll have to Google
1: Yeah, it I see. believe
2: he was JoJo at one point because I remember watching it and getting really confused. <laughs>
0: I've never watched. I've never seen uh. it. Like, I've just absorbed from osmosis. See, and really. I went from
2: doing that to a few months ago, me and the other resident Akio fan watched um, Boku no Sexual Harassment with,
0: with <laughs> Toga and Akio's voice actors playing the leads. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we watched it expressly for this reason.
2: <laughs> so the whole time we're like,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: God. <laughs>
2: And actually, and, and the funny thing is, like, we were kind of disappointed because he's a good enough actor that I couldn't actually hear Akio much. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, okay.
1: Didn't but, I see but, a post on you guys' Twitter about him being McCree in Overwatch? Yes. He is.
0: Yep. Yeah, he is. Um, a cowboy. I don't know how familiar you guys are with 90s anime, but the one that stuck out biggest to me was Akio played Dryden in Escaflowne.
2: I got halfway through the show before I realized it was Akio, and this was like peak,
0: I I, I watch SKU a lot. So. Yeah. Like, he's a mm. good actor. Unlike Takehiro Koyasu, who sounds <laughs> the same my in literally everything except Saber Marionette J, where he plays Screechy,
3: The most extra gay, gay guy. Wait, I what's gotta. SKU? Oh,
1: my God. Oh, it was, uh, <laughs> that's... The- no <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? Oh. Yeah. Wait. Oh my God! I sorry, I have, to, I have to be
3: honest wait. with you. I've never actually watched JoJo's. Um, I I know it most. No, no, it's it, oh wait.
1: Uh, SKU is Utena It's the Japanese name abbreviated oh, instead of RGU. Okay,
0: we're, oh, we're old school. We're yeah. we're old. This is well, like you know what that comes from is SKUAD
2: ad. Yeah, SKU analysis and discussion, which was a news group way back in the day. Oh wow! Is, what, yeah.
3: what is, what is the name income. Hmm? the what is japanese the name? name for the show I, I actually i thought the name was actually originally in english because you see that sometimes it's oh, so yeah, everywhere you know, it's in actually, all
2: the production materials that it's not no hard way, to think it's no in way, french
0: it's in french yeah all yeah. the time not mm-hmm. it's almost never in english on the art books or anything but it's always la filette Révolutionnaire, which is probably not accurate french
2: but i hope it's whatever. Like, i
3: hope it's completely bullshit french Oh my god, there's,
2: there's, some of the art books are full of just the most garbage French, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't even read French, and I am sure this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this, is, this is the worst French oh, ever. I'd love to get Abby's opinions on that. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, Oh yeah. But yeah, so, but yeah, that's skew is just kind of...
0: Yeah, and that, that does come from back in the day where Shoujo Kakume Utena Analysis and Discussion was the big hangout for people who really liked to dig into the show and is not that where you saw all the the dude Akio fans yeah that's where all the guy Akio fans Ew. were yeah, Ew.
1: yeah. Ew. yeah. Mm, so don't cool. like that
2: point. yeah and whatever you have in your head as to what that implies you're you're right I yeah don't like there that was, at all there was because i mean like there was a point in anime where everybody that liked anime saw every anime that got to the states because there just yeah. wasn't that many
1: yeah I now get
2: it's like 40 every season to pick from but everybody saw SKU back it back then and it did draw the I am a male anime nerd and all of the things that you think about when you the think Mr. about that I need a power fantasy
1: yeah, yeah power I don't fantasy. like this at all <laughs> and,
2: they, and they would watch us they would watch you and they would see Akio and go wow there's an
1: aspirational figure. He's really cool. Uh, it like, uh, uh, cool. makes me want to physically got, throw up.
2: He's got a cool <laughs> car and like a really sweet bullshit job. And he bangs 14 year olds. And this is definitely the thing that I admire and want to live up to. So there were Accio fans that were male that were totally into Accio because of the power fantasy and like yeah. wanting to be like him. And it was gross. And I was <laughs> never, I never ran with that okay. crowd. Okay. Um, the Toga fans were just as bad. Okay. Th- yeah, I can that's, that's that. Together, also. So that also. there was that crew. There was the Akio as an aspirational figure crew. And naturally, as they found more disgusting, you know, Moe Lolita, I have sex with even younger looking 14 year olds. They kind of drifted, they drifted off. away. Thank God. You know, so they didn't really stick around. Yeah. Um, Toga's fan base was more virulent. Oh my God, it was At awesome. the time. And they were the people. It's choice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, they, and this was the girls that watched every anime
0: that came their way, and because long hair and she sparklies, shouted. yeah, and he yeah. was the prince. He was utina's true love.
1: Yeah, yeah he was. I've he was, was original like Yeah, that, okay. like and that.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, Empty Movement used to have a, a a website about how much I hated Toga. What was it what was it? Advocation for the castration on on unanesthetized castration of Toga, of toga Yeah. Yep, <laughs> and this was the site I had because I hated Toga so much. It wasn't so much I hated Toga, but I hated his fan base because they would just cinnamon roll the fuck out of him and yeah. like, oh, he's the prince, and everything he does ultimately has like. Good and noble intent, and, and I'm like, I don't understand where anyone yeah, is getting this, but and it's
0: awful, and I hate it. That's why there's that one essay. I don't know whether either of you read it, but there is a very, very snarky essay bitchy, bitchy written essay. by me on the Toga site. fangirls and yeah. why they hate, love and, him, or whatever. Yeah, Toga and the fans that love him. It's like the mirror. Um, of, yeah,
3: I, I read that one. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was a reaction to that. That was me going, You guys are all fucking stupid. <laughs>
3: Actually, I really, really liked that one.
0: It's it's very much a product of my frustration with people that refused to look at him and see what's actually going on there. Which is the same thing that happened with Anthe. Yeah, yeah. It's just that we never... Well, I mean, Anthe... Anthe's malice. Anthe's malice was that. Yeah. But, like, that... that, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed. I actually kind of ran somebody off the fandom once because I... I kept on get trying to get her to explain why she saw Toga that way. And whenever we got into a discussion about it, I would just be like, okay, but explain to me. 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 <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> and, like... She actually left the fandom for a while because of it, and I actually I feel really bad about it now because I knew what I was doing at the time, and I knew that I, she was upset about it, and I was being a bitch. I was being a complete bitch. Um, <laughs> but, but that whole idea—I have never been bitch. Bullshit! You're a complete fucking bitch. In fandom, no. But, but at any rate, like the the whole idea of toga as a prince or and the movie didn't help anything well, i think that, that just made yeah. it
2: worse God. it made it way worse mm-hmm. because that just justified every who mm-hmm. toga is a prince ooh he has the best intentions at the end and yeah. blah, blah blah and he's crushed under the awful evil heel of akio this also by the way was a time when we didn't assume that those two had sex yeah yeah there was a time there was a time there was a time
3: what a Where, dark time.
2: In the before times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where people would seriously argue fairly consistently that Toga and Akio were not having sex. Those
1: people were not watching the same show that I did
2: i know we're not i know they we're not they roll but around naked on a
1: bed together
2: yeah right i don't know i
0: do that all the time but what, what, what was it we, we decided on the discord that they
1: were toga
3: n-
0: yoga naked butt wrestling <laughs> oh yeah they were naked butt
3: wrestling. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh no <laughs>
1: at,
2: at the end of the day is that really any better yeah yeah boy <laughs> that or toga yoga or toga yoga yeah big fan <laughs> <don't> of
1: toga <laughs> yoga
2: yeah (laughs) but i think that was kind of an offshoot of toga does no wrong and is a handsome prince and kind of stuff yeah they just did not want to accept that he would like have sex with akio never mind that it would be squint really hard consenting
1: yeah
2: oh that's
0: that's a shitty Mm.
1: okay i know that's
0: that's a spicy topic
1: that's like all like part of the whole impetus of his character
0: yeah yeah, I know. yeah. cool huh? there's a lot of people that really like to ignore the major major
2: back, apparently <laughs> yeah <Well, laughs> it, was, it was interesting because like at the time uchino was like so subversive in so many ways and everyone tried really hard to, to make it, it into, not into a normal subversive. mode
0: yeah like they, they wanted to just make it into normal anime
1: and it just doesn't That's fit it's antithetical and it, to the point Exactly. And, like,
2: over time, the people that were really devoted to making it fit into that mold sort of just drew, you know, drew back and went off to other
0: things. We ran them off.
2: We ran them off. We ran them off. (laughs) And then, like, and now all you have left 20 years later is the people that are just the most completely insane. Yeah. Like, uh, (laughs) Well, I'm calling
0: this out here.
2: Like... Nobody is sitting here talking about a 20-year-old anime, just being like, yeah, no, this was just a show I watched, whatever.
0: There have been years like that. No big deal. There have been years like that. Yeah, I mean, but... this year is not like that because of all this stuff coming out, but some years it's like, oh, we barely even think about it.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's I've been 20 of... years. You gotta have a couple yeah. of duds every once in a
3: while. <laughs>
2: Well, I think I've probably like watched and thought about and done more with it in like the last like two or three years than I had in like the previous 10. But you know, the whole 20th anniversary and all that and they decided, oh, gee, they have money now. So here's swag and here's books and here's musicals and here's all this stuff and, and here we are.